We are three ladies with a lot of questions, just like you. And just like you, we would like some answers from each other and from you about, well, everything. Relationships, animals, science, nature, planet survival, money, sex, kids, husbands, life partners, education, fashion, literally anything and everything ladies with questions want to know about what's going on in the world. I'm Lisa Dominique. I'm Barbara Morley. And I'm Holly Caulfield. Join us every week in our search for all of the answers to everything. Well, the smoky air... Uh, I was, I, I, that's been a trial, hasn't it? I have been it? so lucky. I have, have really Have you been not. inside? I've been inside. I've been outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I walk Lila. Yeah. Um, pretty long walks, but I think I'm so close to the lake that wow. I don't, it doesn't affect us. I can we see are, it way yeah. up in the sky, yeah. especially when you look the at the sun. Right, the haze. right. Like otherworldly, really. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're very <clears throat> close to Lake Michigan, and we're very fortunate for that. For yes. Water. Every day yes. for every yes. reason. Yes. But mm-hmm. particularly, I think, this, this you know, smoke coming from Canada. But, you know, what I noticed is I'm not seeing coverage. Well, I was just going to bring that oh, up. Okay, I had a yeah. discussion Tell with me. somebody about coverage of the news of the fires. Right. How are they contained? Oh. What's you are going correct. on? I've heard nothing and, except they're Canadian fires. But right. it's affecting our whole country, and you would think that would be like national news every mm-hmm. morning, a little clip about they're controlled, they should be out. We have no timeline. Where exactly are they coming from the West Coast? And, and you know they don't usually start until August. Right. Yeah, that's the scariest yes. And these are monumental May. fires for Canada. They're, no, no, June. They started in June. Did yeah, they start they, in May? Mm, it could have been the end of May that they started. It was very early. I don't know. And interestingly enough, because Kevin works for the forestry in fire-related, Bailey's fiance. Oh, okay. And so, and they're having a really slow season. All I can hope is that, and maybe Kevin, Kevin, right, Mm -hmm. could could enlighten uh, you and us on that. I remember when we were doing a lot of coverage about how a lot of Canadian firefighters were coming down. To oh, assist to help. in Oregon right. and California, okay, right. and I thought, I I hope to God that right our our American firefighters who are not having to deal with theirs, I hope they're up there I helping our neighbors right. to the north. I would not right. be surprised actually. I hope so, but I I, I want to hear about it. Yeah. I want to I want to hear that they're that we our country our firefighters mm-hmm. are giving back. You know, right? Because I can't imagine that we wouldn't. We, well, we do want that all the out time because we don't want any more smoke, anyways. Well, we don't want any smoke, but it, it's the right thing it's exactly. to do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because they were there, they were risking their lives and limbs and lungs. Oh, boy, and I don't know. I just I find that curious. I do too. Why so, isn't it covered? Yeah, so close. Ladies have a question. Okay, networks, mm. get off your ass. Yes. Well, I mean, just if is there? Are we helping out? I haven't even heard exactly where the regions are, where the fires, they just say Canada. Right. Right. So obviously, because of where the smoke is coming, it's got to be from the middle to the eastern. Right. And it's supposedly moving this way, smoke-wise. Right. But the wind can also, that upper atmosphere can carry it it from, I see, right, from west to east, generally. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Prevailing westerlies. But but, but not just, so much south, which yeah, is kind of right. wild. Yeah. Which well, is how it right. hits us. The wind patterns have been weird anyway because we here in the Midwest are in a drought. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's odd 
I think the last time that happened was, I think I heard either 2001 or 2013. When was that? I I don't know. Well, anyway, it's, I mean, we have not had that. But the droughts are a bit cyclical and it does happen. Yeah, true, true. Well, I remember the little boy who crawled into, and I don't remember which zoo this was, the little boy got into the ape house, remember? And that, that gorilla, or the gorilla oh, got... Oh, I remember I don't that. Remember they were so worried one. that the gorilla... Was going to crush gonna, it? And the, no. the, he was cradling him, and no. they're going... It was... Yeah. Oh. And, and it turned out okay. And I don't recall... I hope they didn't hurt that gorilla, because the gorilla behaved... Human-like. Human, that's right. Yeah. And very, care, very caring. Maternal. Maternal. Yeah. And um, was it... No, that Coco? No, that oh no, Coco. That's a whole different. Isn't gorilla. that a signage one? That <laughs> yeah, knows. which who I met. Well, I'll talk about oh, it. Did yeah, you? yeah. Oh, I mean, it's kind of decades fun. and decades ago. Coco is now gone, but um, oh wow, that was the coolest moment. But I'm just <laughs> flashing back on that. I stumbled upon Coco um, when I like, got lost in the mountains in California. But anyway, what? Oh Wait yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I won't go into it now because it's no okay. All right, I so I, I don't let's hear Coco. it, Lisa. Okay, well this was oh my gosh, this was in early 80s, I don't know. I know, I was driving back from a radio station where I was working, and I came, I thought, I'm going to take the scenic route home. So I started driving back from San Francisco down to Las Gatas, where I lived, and I started going up in the hills, like near Half Moon Bay, or, I, I don't even remember where I was, but I got lost, really lost, and I started... No nav. Yeah, no, nothing. Oh. No cell phone. <laughs> no, nothing. No back cell- in the day, right? And we I'm, were dinosaurs right. driving. <laughs> and I don't even know if I had... A folding map, Uh-oh. you know, the old folding paper yeah. maps. I don't oh, even know I if remember I remember those. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if I had that in my car, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm lost up in the hills, top of these hills, and I'm really scared too because a lot of those hills have sheer drops, you know, uh-huh. and stuff. A lot of people don't live up there. And all of a sudden, I come up and I drive in this very you know, strange driveway, thinking maybe somebody lives here. And I see this <laughs> huge enclosure and the gorilla, Coke, whatever, turns out. And I and I got on my car and I went, where am I? <laughs> like Land of the Lost or something? You mean like there's this giant cage oh, kind of with a, a thing? gorilla? With a it was enormous. Enormous. Like it was huge. Twilight and, zone. Yeah. And I went, and this woman comes out of I don't it was a house or like a small house or a trailer. Mm-hmm. I it's so you know, I can't remember a lot of stuff, but I do remember the moment. And I went and she goes, I said, what is going, you know, is this a sanctuary? She goes, well, you can't ever say where you were. Uh This is Coco the Gorilla. And I went, the one with the paws, with the signing or whatever. And she goes, yes, and please, and don't tell anybody that you were here, you know, whatever. This is, we're keeping, safekeeping, blah, blah, blah. And I never did until after Coco passed away. Wait a minute. What I don't I don't remember the Coco story. Was, was Coco retired? Is that no, what was no, going on? Very much alive. They oh, were just, that's where they experimented in all of. Well, that. they were teaching her sign language. Oh, yeah, and and they were keeping and they want they didn't want her to be yeah. harmed or well or media. people people just driving mm-hmm. past yeah, all day throwing long. marshmallows. Oh, I mean, and honestly, unless you were so lost like I was. You would not have found this, and I and I, but I never. I didn't even tell my husband. I was so in awe. I mean, it was a big deal. But I didn't get close. I didn't. I just said, I'm respecting 
what you're asking me, and I left. Did and she, I did she I help you? Did she help you get <laughs> yeah, home? I was going to say, more did you get directions? How the hell do I get out of here? <laughs> you know, how do I go south from here? Please help me. And she helped me out. It was just such a transcendent experience uh-huh. because I was so, you know, always been into animals and I knew about Coco. And I was like, how could this happen? How could I be that so is wild. lucky? Yeah. That wow. is wild. Yeah, I'm getting, oh my gosh, I'm getting. No, I, I get <laughs> oh, it. Oh, chills up my arms right now. It was just like you were supposed to end up there. Yes. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is super that cool. Is. I know. I always wanted to meet Flipper too, but I thought, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I think Flipper. Oh my gosh. Flipper was gone before I could get I him. Fireworks and dogs. I feel bad for the dogs. They're already well, starting to set yeah. fireworks out. I'm lucky. Lila could care less. Oh, good. Good thing. Well, can I just recommend one thing? Yes. Thunder shirt. I What's, have heard those what, are great. Wait, what is that? It's it's um, basically like, you know how they put babies in buntings? Right, in a swaddle. Mm-hmm. Right, a, that's right. That's a swaddle. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you. I need you guys to help me with mom terms. <laughs> a swaddle. And it's basically a swaddle. A swaddle. For a dog. With mm-hmm. the arms. Kind of. Mm. I, I don't. I've never seen no one, legs. But it, legs. It, it, it's like a vest. compresses them. Oh, thunder and so they feel swaddle. like so they feel like they're hugged. But okay. Moon right. seems to me. I mean, I only met him yeah. once. He seems pretty. He's chill. Mellow. He is chill. And I don't think chill dogs really. It Yip doesn't bother him. North Korea did the bomb test this week, and we have a sub over there now that just parked in South Korea with 24 nukes on it. And then the guy that went AO, did you hear about the <gasps> guy in the um, that. army what, that what ran he, across the why border? Why did he do that? Do what? we have any idea? Who knows? He, well, he has a very shady he, past. Yes. He was, Does he? Yes. He was going to be, um, what, what do they call that when they're discharged? Um, uh, dishonorably Di- discharged. Oh, okay. He's going to be dishonorably he discharged going to be? from the U.S. Oh, okay. Army. He had just spent time, correct me if I'm wrong, in the South Korean prison mm-hmm. for having oh. um, a problem with uh, beating somebody up yeah, or having some fighting. Kind of, and yeah. Just, yeah. And he just got out of four months of a South Korean prison. Which has really strict laws there. Yeah. he, You know, you don't go to prison here right. for a, fight, a bar right. fight. This is basically right. a bar fight. So and they were walking by this, and he just decided. He kept saying, "I don't want to go back to the U.S. I, I don't want to go back to the U.S." Because he knew he was going to be dishonorably movie. discharged. Oh no! Instead, he made the brilliant choice. And I question this child's, and I do call him a child because he is twenty-three. This, well, is that what he I is? I think so. For a man, his brain is that fully formed till what twenty-five? Uh, so they say twenty-six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway, 45. he makes this <laughs> at least emotionally. Um, didn't anyway? He so he makes this choice to to run, make a beeline into North Korean territory where bye bye they keep him. Well, let's hope he doesn't know any secrets. I, right. I don't think he does. He's like a private or something. I mean, I hope he doesn't, but they're going to treat him worse than he's ever been mm. treated in his life. And now his mother's on the TV going, I want my son back. It's all I want. I want my son back. I just um, want my son back. Well, guess what? Your you, son, lady. here's the thing. Your son said- Voluntarily. Voluntarily. And, and, and honestly, if we spend resources oh. trying to get him back, oh, and we're not trying to get Paul Whelan out of uh, Russia, right? there should be a hue and cry about that. I mean, two di- we're talking two different mm-hmm. situations for sure, but 
It's North Korea, for God's sake, akin to Russia. I mean, in many mm-hmm. ways. So, I don't know. That was interesting. I guess that's what we mean by there was so much, so many, so much going bombshell on. Bombshell stories. I, I, I had a book that I finished for book club that I loved, but I can't remember the name of the author. It's called Covenant of Water. It's over three generations in India. Probably the, the biggest premise in, in it is that a certain family they would call had the condition. And all the men in the family somehow or another were afraid of water and eventually ended up drowning. So it, it, it's, it was 750 pages, so it's kind of hard to... Is this a true story? No. Oh. No. But it was written by a doctor. It was really fascinating. I loved it. And what did you glean from that? Because that's that's sort of uh well, we I actually went to book club and the discussion I did not exactly like, and because I see things differently than a lot of the other people there, I just liked the religion part of it. I liked the the scene of three and four generations and how they all work together. It it was interesting. It was a good book. What was their um, purpose, and how did they maintain life? I mean, what was their purpose in... I mean, they lived on a farm. Okay. okay. Is, is that, that what you're, you, you mean? Did I miss that part? I'm sorry. No, I didn't say oh, okay. that. They lived on no, a farm. No, they live on a farm, and, and the men don't want to ever travel on water. And it makes sense, and you end up finding out that there is a, um, a genetic, tiny... A, a genetic happening through the family where there's this tiny, tiny, tiny tumor at the base of their neck that causes them to be off balance. Oh, interesting. So it was a really, oh. but it's long and involved and you don't really find that out until almost the end. Because at first it just sounds like a superstition. So I they see. are prone so they, to vertigo then? Not exactly vertigo, but sort of. Their, their balance isn't really good. So if they fall in the water, they're in trouble, right? And they they really, there there are two labyrinths mm-hmm. that are on either side of your brain, mm-hmm. and I mean it was really cool because they were saying that that shows us that there's God because there are some it's just miraculous how it keeps us so aligned, mm-hmm. and and their labyrinth was a touch off, and so it really threw even their personalities off. Their way of thinking—it um, was kind of fascinating because I'd never yeah. heard of anything quite like that. Yeah. And there is a medical term for it, which I can't remember. Well, I can sort of vouch for that. I had vertigo for seven years, and it oh, was um, yeah, it was really miserable. It kind of runs in my family too, which this is sort of piquing my interest. Oh. But yeah, I had a crystal caught in my labyrinth, um, and I went to how? Wait, wait, physical uh, therapy. Uh, Okay, how did a crystal, is it from internally? We all, we all have them. We okay. all have little crystals okay. that are in the... The, 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 the a little, inner ear? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, mine, mine got uh, in the wrong part of the semicircular okay. The canal. Okay. And um, there's the cochlea and the labyrinth. Anyway, um, I'm in the labyrinth and got caught in a spot where it 
couldn't. And I also had a lot of inflammation in my body. I still do. It's just an ongoing thing I'm trying to deal with. But this was really, really bad when I was really, really sick before I started taking care of all the things. And I went to the, literally, the Dizzy Doc in Chicago. He's with Northwestern, dizzydoc.com. And I went to physical therapists, and sometimes they could help me. They would align my neck and my back, and it would uh, um, affect my labyrinth. And my labyrinth would, it would dislodge. But then, then, when it kept going on and on and on, the dizzy doctor just said, you are in that 1% mm. of where we just, we can't, there's, there's mm. nothing more we can do. You're going to have to learn to live with this. I said, well, I uh. have been living with it for how many years now? He said, I, I don't know. There's inflammation or you know something that's keeping it. Well, then I started going to um, acupuncturist. And I changed my diet, but I also had other things going on, um, other, you know, health issues, health issues, okay. other health issues that were going on where I had to change my diet and I had to lower my inflammation. And um, once I really did that very strictly, all of a sudden one day, and I did it for a while, it went on for like two, three years, I was walking Harvey and he was like looking at a squirrel in the tree as dogs are wont to do. And I looked up, which normally I would never look up because that would just, I would almost fall back. I would fall backwards or I'd fall to the side or the left. And I looked up and I went, oh yeah, I see it. And I went, oh, I just looked up in that tree and I'm okay. I mean, it was like the birds chirped, the sky got blue, the music swelled. Playing on their harps. And I wasn't Dizzy. And this was after seven years of this crap. I couldn't even um, really uh, hug people properly. I was a big hugger and I could never hug because I'd have to just sort of put my arms sort of around them and keep my neck straight. I couldn't like Mm. tip my back if people were taller than me, which most people are. Now, if I can control my sleep, my uh, inflammation as much as I can, I can stave it off. I can really, you know, but sleep is a huge part of it. You've got to really take care of yourself so you don't get the inflammation so that the crystal doesn't get caught in your ear. I'm not making this up. This was my life. Wow. And I caught, and I wow. think I contacted the Dizzy Doc afterward. I, I don't said, think like, I could live seven years with it. Oh, I, it was... I mean, I'm mm, kind of serious. It always felt like I sort of had like um, like a a little, not really a cloud around my head, but it was almost like a, a a metal halo sort of that I was carrying around the top of my head. Like, you got to keep yourself this at this degree, always like that. And that's how it was for a long time. Yeah. You know, all I kept saying to myself was, well, other people have things that were worse, you know, and and that's what got me through. And I, and I, and I knew that somehow if I did something, I could find something some well, way. Well, you are brave, Lisa. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nothing no, compared to what other people serious. deal with. It was just, wow. it was just what it is. So anyway, back to your book. I'm just, that's sort of interesting. Yeah. Super interesting because they were talking about um, three or four different things that were very similar mm-hmm. um, diseases. I don't know if it's actually a disease. It's a condition, I A guess. condition. I would call it a condition. And that's what they did call it, the condition. Labyrinthitis. Um. Yeah. There, there were because it was all. There were certain parts of the book that were pretty technical, mm-hmm. and they're just words I can't remember. Yeah, but there were like four or five different things that were similar to the tiny, tiny um, tumors they had in the back of their head. 
Wow. Was this a current time book? Like, what, um, what was the, when was it, it was, written? It was, well, it was just written. Okay. Just, just, just. In by, terms of, like. You mean what time frame? When did frame? it take place? Okay. Yes. Basically 1910 to, I think, the 70s. Okay, so three generations. Yeah. Wow, what an what an interesting mind of a person to write a fictional book oh, on that. Well, he's you know a do- I mean? he's a doctor, yeah. and I'm what is he? I think he's a um, infection. I, I can't infectious remember. disease. I think infectious okay. disease. He's not he's not a neurosurgeon, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of surgery talk in it, and it was interesting. And he is an extremely sensitive writer. I mean, I loved the book. Sensitive. His characters, how he wrote about oh. people, um, even his take on religion was interesting. It's m- more, you know, almost, you have to read it. He's, it's, it's a beautiful book. So when he wrote about his characters, yes. he wrote about them with compassion. Yes. Very okay. humane. Perfect. Okay. Per- Super okay. concerned about humanity and you, mankind. You, you both and, are, are right. Okay. It was like that. And you could feel that, that yes. emotion. Yes, even, even kind of with the guys that weren't so great. And he okay. definitely likes women. So he would see... He thinks women are smart and, you know, know what's going on. Because in India, right, it was... Your, your sh- this, it starts out with this 12-year-old girl being... Shipped off to get married to a forty-five-year-old widower. Okay, widower. I'm already getting angry. Oh. No, but she's cool. It, it's it's good. I'm sure she's her, cool. And, but... and I will say, her husband was a nice guy. Well, so hallelujah. Mm, uh, yes, yes. He he was a good guy. Lucky wow. for her. Yes. Yeah. This time. That girl. Well, that exactly. <laughs> that almost reminds me of the story on sixty minutes last week. A school of women in Afghanistan before um, the Taliban took over the country and we were bailing out. And it's, it's, a, it's such a great story because I saw the first episode of the story, then they followed up. So they're all these very educated women that go to school since grade school. And this one teacher got all 222 of them out and the story out was of, just out of out the of, country, out of Afghanistan. Where, and now where? they're in Africa, oh, and they're thriving. They keep in touch with their family through phone and FaceTime because they have a lot of um, donors. And they have this beautiful school in Ko- Kowanda. One of the I, I can't remember. I think it's that country, and it's just amazing how like there are still five left, mm-hmm. and five I, left. Well, you know how the planes would like grab people, and you'd get out of ask. The people were trying to get out of the country. Yeah. Five students left, and the head teacher says, I'm not leaving without him. And this American soldier risked his life to cross over the fence at the airport. This is a long story short, but it's just bone chilling. And it's to get these girls onto like the last flight out, and they got out. So every single member of that school is now reestablished in a country in Africa. They're thriving. They interviewed them. They're like, I'm going to be a doctor. They speak perfect English. Um, I'm going to be a lawyer. I want to save lives. And the story is just because, you know, they show the footage of people like getting out of the country, and it was just amazing. So this, yeah, it's a great story. But it just reminds me of how women, when you said women. in Afghanistan, are they one of the countries where women have to be totally covered up when they go out of the house? They they can't be educated anymore. There's no schools. No, no no schools for women at all right now. None. 
And they thought they oh. were going, the Taliban said, oh, no, we're going to have schools for women. Well, that changed oh. immediately. So if even if you try to sneak a group of women together and teach yourself, I mean, they want they want to learn. These women want to break out of this, but you know, they can't leave the country. They're treated like very much second-class citizen. And the group, they, they probably will do follow-up stories for the, over the I years. I hope so. I'd like to see. gals. And uh, it's just amazing. Wow. Well, there's one good story. Wow. I like that. I yeah. love that. I think yeah. you could probably find that story. I think it was just last week. Yeah, in 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's something worth watching because... It was heartwarming. Oh, and then it was sad, heavens. but their families are thrilled they're getting opportunities. So yes, they miss their families, but they get to say, at least my daughter can go on and who knows what will happen. Maybe a change will happen in Afghanistan to, you know, positive. We can only hope. Yeah. I, and we can only hope that their families are not going to be punished. Right. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is the wow. thing. Wow. Well, that is... Yes. You said mm. that about women in India. I... No, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I do think it's changed a lot in India. Oh, I think so too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But probably not across the board. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's still the caste system, I'm sure. Right. Right. In place. What's that? I'm sorry. The caste system. It's just a class. Oh, class. I thought you said caste. No, it is. It's called the caste system. C A S T E. Based on who gets what. Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. How and you're, it's just how you're born. And, it's rich and poor there. There's no yes. middle class, right? Well, there. I think there's much more of a middle class now. Okay, yeah. because so many women are doctors. So many women are in IT. Yeah, it's just it's recognized as a cla- a caste system. I mean, it was, it's okay. it's not like they go, oh, I guess I'm middle. No, it's recognized that and they're, what these you are. are the divisions. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It does talk about that in a covenant of water. Yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. That's an interesting title, too. Mm, it's, it's a great book. I want to talk about the stupidity of tourists, and here's why. They showed a clip this morning when I was getting ready of this woman sitting on the banks of a hot springs in Yellowstone Park. Really, I mean, oh, hot springs okay. that had right. a barricade. Did you see this? No, but okay. I've been to Yellowstone, so, so have I. I can picture it. Yeah, and a barricade and a walkway mm-hmm. where it very clearly designates, <sighs> oh my God. do not go, dangerous. And this woman is sitting on the banks, and her husband, I believe, is behind her. And she's sitting there, and she proceeds to put her feet, feet and then... Like to touch it in, and then her hand in this scal- scalding hot. You mean spring. like you're seeing all the steam going up? Oh my right? god! Yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reason no one's supposed to do this. Right. And then she gets up. Oh, and she starts running away. Hot, hot. Like, uh, how stupid mm-hmm. are you? Okay, let's couple that with another one I recently saw. Also, I believe Yellowstone, or it could have been I don't know, but there were buffalo. Oh, oh let's bison. get a picture yeah. with the bison. Yeah, mm-hmm. bison. Let's mm-hmm. get a picture with the bison. And then the bison starts mm-hmm. coming after. Right. And then what's going to happen with the bison? Oh, well, we're going to have to euthanize the bison because it came after and it gored you. You idiot person. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm over the top with the ignorance of that. So that's my piece. What do you think? My opinion is it's not just tourists. It's everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everywhere. Sure. I, I do not understand human beings and how they have not evolved more. 
when I mean, things are so that, obvious. That is so obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says it's, it's hot. Yeah. So it's hot. And there are barricades. And barricades. Right. And it's like, a wild like, animal. Right. So, and people even at zoos try to climb mm-hmm, in the cages. Mm-hmm. And then and then they want to sue the zoo. Right. right. That's the other thing, too. They, they retaliate yeah. for their stupidity. I think the mm-hmm. zoo, in those cases... Should sue them. Sue them. Right. I agree because they're damaging their mm-hmm. their right. property, their right. animals. Yep. We like to end our podcast with something uplifting, something nice. It could be a random act of kindness that you've witnessed, or something you purposely have done yourself. Maybe something like that, and that's what we'd like to. I don't know. We're going to do this probably at the end of every podcast. So, who would like to go this week? I, I actually was given a random act of kindness about two months ago. I had an early morning meeting, and I had to drop the dog off at the groomer beforehand. And so I went to get a cup of coffee at Starbucks Target before I went for my workout. And I realized once I was in there, I didn't have my wallet with me. And the the head person, I can't think of what the heck she was called. Barista? At, at, no, she oh. wasn't a barista. She oh. was she was in charge of, of several different Starbucks. Oh, okay. Like and she a happened to be in yeah. the manager. Thank yeah. you. And she was lovely, and she said, "Oh, I'll t- you know, I'll just you know make you a cup of coffee. What do you want?" And so she had a barista make me a cup of coffee, and I said, "Oh, I'll be back with the money." And she said, "No, forget it. You don't need that." And she was oh, her gosh. her energy that she gave me was. So much better than even the coffee. Mm-hmm. She just had this brightness about Contagious. her. Contagious. Yes, it was just so and lovely. Like, Nobody's oh. ever done anything like that for me before. Oh. And I still remember the feeling from that. Yeah, sort of buoys you up, yeah, right? Yeah, so it uplifting. was lovely. That must be what they mean. Kindness yeah. is contagious. It's, uh, yeah. It is contagious. Very fun to be on the receiving end. Of a complete stranger. Thanks, Harvey. Ladies of Question is executive produced and edited by Lisa Dominique, Barbara Morley, and Holly Caulfield. Music, My Lionheart, and Sketch Music, Florian Monox and Matthew Anderson. Font, Geofanny by Adriana619. Photography, Barbara Morley. Research, Holly Caulfield. Social media, Chelsea Caulfield. Please follow Ladies Who Question on all social media, ladieswhoquestion.com, and subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Harvey Doodle production. All content discussed on Ladies Who Question are the individual opinions of Lisa Dominique, Barbara Morley, and Holly Caulfield, and should not be construed as personal advice of any kind. By listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this podcast as any advice for any personal or medical issue of yourself or others. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.